It's about creating conversations. Arrow.net. A-R-R-O-E dot net. All right, let's do it. Let's play it forward. These are real people, real stories, the struggle to play it forward. Episode number 514 is with Nick Quested. I'm very good. How are you? Fantastic. I've been waiting to talk with you because, I mean, you're onto something here that really is going to be a conversation starter. And and I love that kind of stuff. When, you know, you once you get people binge watching on something, then the conversation begins. Well, we can only hope. <laughs> How did this process come into being? Because it doesn't just show up. It, it it has to. It takes an entire team or an entire village to make something like this happen. Uh, yeah. So um, my friends at uh, Matt Projects, uh, Medi and Brett, they came to me with the footage from Spencer and said, "Well, what do you think of this?" And we've been looking for a way to. Um, uh, enter the, you know, to tell the story of how COVID, you know, uh, expanded or the, the first wave of COVID. And, and we thought this was a very appropriate way to personalize what the experience was for when people had no idea what, what, what the, what COVID-19 was going to entail. And this was basically the canary in the coal mine. As the doctor said, they knew everything they needed to know about COVID-19 after the dime Diamond Princess. They knew the infection rate. They knew the morbidity rate. They knew it was transferred by aerosol. Um, and I think if there's a takeaway from the film is that if we do get to face a public health issue like this again, perhaps we can face this with some unity rather than the division that the pandemic seems to have provoked in America. Yeah, because the only thing that we held in our hands back in March of 2020 was was the fact that, you know, we, we were trying to figure out who was telling what, was it the truth, what what are we going to do, how do we protect ourselves? A lot of us in the entertainment industry were losing every job that we were booked for, so we were already in that fear and stuff like that. So this really, what Hell of a Cruise is going to do is it, it, it's going to give me focus in going, okay, this is what else was going on in the world. This isn't about me, but this is what else was taking place. Yeah, and it also expands from the experience of the passengers on the Diamond Princess to how the CDC and the executive branch actually responded to the to the cruise ships in particular, but yeah. more generally how they uh, were responding to the pa- early days of the pandemic or not responding to it and hoping it would just, uh, you know, blow over. Yeah. That's so funny because there's a TV show on now called Sprung and they're dealing with it as well, they, but they're doing it in a comedy way. And, and it's and it's based on the pandemic in the way of that that we all thought it was going to be over in a week. And and it's like, no. And then and now, even today, I don't know if you saw the headlines today, the Chinese government said, we're almost over it, but we've got to get together. And of course, my PTSD is saying, oh, hell no. It's almost wintertime. We're about ready to cook this storm again. Right? Go get your booster. That's it. That's so true. <laughs> so to put it together. Have a little ouchy-fouchy for you. Yeah, there. <laughs> to, to dig it up and to share the story, because, I mean, you've, you've got all the footage and stuff like that, but you still have to create the story. I'd love to be a fly on the wall in those meeting rooms where everybody was coming together. Well, yeah, I mean, we sketched out the story because the story... We, and the story evolved for us. We thought we were just making a film about the Diamond Princess, but it, it just expanded because the ships kept on sailing and we just didn't understand what would motivate a company to keep sending boats when on all the boats that we followed subsequent to Diamond Princess, there was COVID on it and they knew what happened when COVID was on the boat yeah. and they kept on sailing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Very scary times. And then we discovered the we then we discovered the you know the that cruise ships are an interesting um phenomena because they're not actually um American companies. So the boats are registered in foreign ports. So when you step on a cruise ship, you've lost your rights as an American consumer. Oh. You are now subject to maritime law. So that's another very interesting fact that the cruise companies have, have found this little seam of, of non-legislation and exploit it to the max. Did you get the opportunity to talk with any of the people that were on that ship? Because to me, it reminds me so much of 9-11 that we all, we stood there watching it, but it felt more like a movie than reality. Well, yeah, no, we talked to lots of passengers. We probably talked to 20 or 30 passengers on the Diamond Princess, and we have footage and interviews with, you know, uh, more than a dozen. So, um, uh, you know, we talked to we talked to all extensively to all types of passengers on all these different boats. That, see, and I, I would, I, I can't wait to hear those conversations because when I had COVID, all of a sudden it felt like the world stopped. And and the thing is, is that I mean, t- it, it took forever to get from one o'clock in the afternoon to one fifteen because you're you're stuck. You you can't leave. You're stuck. They must. I can't imagine what they were going through. This world that was you know on this cruise ship where everybody's living happily ever after, and then boom, it all stops. Yeah, they were they were sequestered to their rooms, quarantined in their rooms, literally, and um, they found ways to communicate with each other through the sort of shipboard network and through social media. But you know, they had to come up with ways to deal with it. Lots of people did sort of fitness stuff, and and then the boat provided a lot of entertainment. They had origami classes and. Oh my God! All sorts of crazy stuff. <laughs> See, and and doesn't that fasc- fascinate you about the human being? How when even though things have changed so dramatically, that we will find a way. Well, humans are generally very resilient. I mean, we're we're designed that way because you know we often experience you know significant uh, emotional trauma, but we recover from it. It 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 fades, and uh, for most people, and some people can't quite get through, but. Most people are. Most people manage to, you know, deal with, you know, tra- you know, trauma in over a period of time, and and I think it was the same for the Diamond Princess passengers. I think it was traumatic, but you know, they rose to the occasion. They they had to deal with it. Yeah. They had to find a way to survive the fourteen days. But it was. It's not just this being quarantined in the cabin. It's not knowing what COVID was at that time. They didn't know whether it would come through the air vents or if someone yeah. touched them they might you know you know start coughing and 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 then that they might be ta- and then they might be evacuated from the boat i think they were very scared of being evacuated from the boat into a country where they don't speak the language dude i i, I remember that er- during the early days of covid i would sneeze outside and and instantly because i, w- I was afraid people would think i had covid i'd go allergies allergies i swear it's allergies please people and and you know but we were I just it, it, and that's what i love about about hell of a cruise is, is the fact is that you're taking us back in a time that we need to be reminded of yeah, we're we're trying to evoke that moment um, because um, not not to provoke, the, not to reintroduce a trauma to people's life, but to 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 reexamine that in context because yeah. a lot of people saw this uh, the beginning of the pandemic just from like the news or the newspapers, and you get that in microbytes. But when you put things in context, it yeah. it becomes a lot clearer of people's intentions. So. Um, 
you, you can see really how the federal government responded to the crisis through our film, through the lens of the cruise ships. As that journalist, as that storyteller, and pretty much, I'm going to call you an archaeologist as well, because you know how to dig up a great story. The thing is, is that, do you, how, how do you deal with all of these sudden changes and the things that we've been going through for the past 25 years? Because, I mean, you're right there in the center. Well, um, you know, we dig up stuff, but we also have to, as journalists, have to try and predict what's going to be an interesting story in, in 18 months or two years' time. Yeah. And that's why, you know, I was, the, I, was, I was a witness in the first congressional hearings because we uh, looked at the election in the same way. We're like, these 64 days between the election and January 6th, uh, you know, were, we knew were going to be important in the long run. Uh, for America. Yeah. Do you find yourself getting prepared for the next elections, even this year as well as uh, 2024? Oh, yeah, we're making a film. We're going to go and we've, we've been invited to, to film in a in a county that was very hotly disputed in the presidential elections because we, we want to see how the election actually works, like how people vote and... Um, uh, we're looking forward to that. See, you become the voice of the street, and that, I'm so proud of you, Nick, for being that person. Uh, thank you so much. I truly appreciate it. When people watch our films, they're very happy. Yeah, they, they do, and it really. And, and so the thing is, is that once your name, Nick, appears on something, it, it becomes an automatic. And that, in other words, go, oh, I got to see this. Nick is a part of this. I, I got to do it. Oh, that's that's that's. I'm on it. Thank you so much. You be brilliant today, okay, sir. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you for the interview. That was awesome.